Hello, hello. Welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. Welcome back. I'm so excited for this week's episode. Today, I'm going to get into um, a little bit about my own personal growth journey, where it started, where it's at, the bumps along the way. And um, I also want to share with you guys just a few technology tools that are all free that I've picked up along the way that have just really, really helped me in my own journey. I get into a little bit of neuroscience, at least Sarah's version of neuroscience. So like, just stay with me along the ride, you guys. (laughs) I swear it's worth it. Oh, but I share with you um, technology tips that really, really helped me, and they're all just using my phone. And um, I'm all about merging technology with this work because I think that it's a tool. It's also my phone, I'm especially during the pandemic, I am like addicted to it. Everything is through my phone right now, right? My community, my family this personal growth work that I'm doing, every single thing. And so, um, yeah, not proud of that addiction, but I will say that I am using my phone for good. I'm using it for good things. Um, And I share with you guys just a little bit, um, just like five tools on what can help you in your own journey. Um, And they're all geared towards reminding your brain that you are just a lovely, beautiful, gorgeous, amazing, deserving, and worthy human being. Who doesn't want to hear a little bit of that every single day? I know mama does. I do. Sometimes I call myself mama (laughs) and everyone else. So just like heads up. (laughs) Um, Okay. So before we get into the episode, I'm going to do my check-in. And this week is, it's just been wild, you guys. Um, a lot of things happening. So daylight savings time was Sunday, Sunday morning. And so it feels immediately like to me, whenever that happens, it's like spring, it's springtime. I have allergies. The sun is, or the sun's out longer. Everything's in bloom. Oh my God. I was just like noticing all that stuff, right? Waking up from my, my slumber of winter. Um, and I've noticed that, like I have so many different, um, social friend dates booked for this week. I'm like, Oh, everyone else is waking up too. Like here we are. And it was also a Pisces new moon. So (laughs) Pisces is a water sign and I've heard that they're very sensitive creatures. And I mean that in the most respectful and loving way. Um, And it's also the opposite sign of Virgo. I didn't know that. So I'm a Virgo son. And I spent a lot, a lot of this week crying and like big things. Like I was coming, like really processing some huge things that have like been on my mind almost my entire life. So that feels so incredible that the Pisces um, signal and zone and astrology could help me through that. But I would also cry at like really little things. Like I was watching a documentary called um, Amend, and it's about um, uh, basically segregation and racism in America and the 14th Amendment and the um, equality in America. And they were talking about Ida B. Wells, who's this just amazing figure in history, she was a reporter and she reported a lot about the things that were going on in the South that were just cruel and horrible. 
um, to black people. And somebody said that it was just, she was blown away that a movie hasn't been made about her. And I just thought like the indignity of being a woman in this world and just being looked over and working so hard and just not getting credit for our work is awful. And I just like started sobbing. (laughs) And so I think it's just this beautiful time. I'm, I want to celebrate crying for a second because those are things that I'm usually like, oh, like, you know, just buck up and like, it's tough, but we can do this. We can like brood our way through it. And instead this week I was like, let's just like take a moment and realize like how sad this is. Like it's not fair and it hurts and it sucks. So like, yeah, sure. We can like tomorrow we can fight our way through it, but like for a moment, let's just like cry about it. And that felt honestly amazing and so healing. Um, And then the other thing that happened was it was the Aztec New Year. And I know this because um, in my neighborhood, um, there's a group that performs beautiful, moving Aztec ceremonies for um, the solstice as well as the equinox and uh, around that time. And usually they're during the day, they're in front of the city college for San Francisco and they shut the street down and they have just this beautiful ceremony. There's drums and there's conch shell horns and there's um, so many people dressed up and they're wearing like headdresses with feathers and they have these really cool um, deer deer hoof um, like ankle bracelets that make just like this gorgeous noise. And they perform a ceremony and there's um, flowers and there's candles and it's, it's, it just feels so ritualistic. And um, at 11 p.m. the other night, the <laughs> ceremony started and I've never heard a night ceremony. So it was really special. So we actually got out of bed and went to go watch um, part of the ceremony. And it was so moving. I didn't understand anything that they were saying, but I could really deeply feel into the intention behind the ceremony and just being connected to the people that were um, doing the ceremony, leading it, and then also everyone that was watching. And um, it was so, just so incredibly moving. Um, And I felt really lucky to be a part of that and um, to honor that. Because, like, we didn't have to get out of bed. I didn't have to get out of bed. but, But we did. And I was just really, really deeply moved by it. So I think also it's the Aztec New Year, which means I, I love that, that like the end of winter is actually when the new year starts. And now that spring is springing, this is actually the new year. And I just like, I love looking at the calendar like that. Like ending at Christmas to me really doesn't make a lot of sense because like January and February are bleak. Like we've got nothing to look forward to. I shouldn't say that. There are very few things to look forward to. I'm trying not to talk in so much extremes. It's it's a work in progress. <laughs> so anyway, um, that is going on. That's what's been going on in my week. And um, I've just really been appreciating the tears. I have a huge brag right now that I managed – to come up with the courage to cry in front of not one, but two different groups of people. I've never done that before. I'm always really, really, really composed with my tears. I like to cry privately. So just being so public about it felt very freeing. Um, and I also like cried in front of other people as well this week. So I'm just like, 
I'm on a huge crying roll, you guys. It feels so, so, so good. And to you, I hope that you, um, you know, if you're going through it, and you probably are just based on where we're all at, I hope that you can just accept that part of yourself because that that just felt so freeing to me. <sighs> okay. So uh, that's my update. And at the end of this episode, I talk about a really exciting giveaway that I've got on my website. Um, I don't want to lead too much into it now, but I do want you to look out for it. Um, the the freebie is up on my website. It's under free tools. So if you go to sarahcohan.com, that's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com, you can um, download those free tools there. Um, and I explain way more about that at the end of this episode. And I just want to give a huge shout out to Rachel Besser and Victoria Jane that were involved in this project. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. Okay. So I wanted to share with all of you a few technology personal growth hacks that I've picked up along my personal growth journey. Um, and I realized that I've like kind of hinted here and there about this entire journey, but I wanted to lay it out a little bit um, because it's not linear. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And it is um, all over the place in a mix mash of all different types of um, learnings and modes and teachers and styles and everything. Um, so I figured I'd start there and then I'm going to end with five of my favorite technology tools for this work. And I love saying this work (laughs) because I feel like it's something that is both universally known and also means so many different things to different people. So my journey of the work started um, last year. No, 2019. I had started a business. I was working a job that I was very unhappy in. Um, I'm a very competitive person. I'm working on that. And I just felt like um, I needed to be in charge of everything. And the title I didn't – like the job title I didn't have, um, I didn't feel like I was respected in um, my workspace and – it just kept frustrating me. And instead of making changes, I um, just stayed and it festered. And then um, at the same time, I was starting my own business. I was starting a cape company, not cakes. It was capes like superheroes. And um, it was amazing. It was so fun. It was my true artistic expression. They were very out there, ridiculous sequin capes. And um, they were really meant for like festival goers and, um, you know, creative functions, kind of LARPing is what I heard a lot. Um, and I was losing my mind doing both things at the same time. I had, um, I had, was barely able to set boundaries. I was blaming everyone for, um, just all of this anger and resentment that I had inside me. And because I was working two jobs, I was just working all the time. So I barely had um, any relationships with my community. I was blowing my friends off all the time, which didn't feel good. Um, I was spending very little special time with my husband. And I was just like run ragged. And so I remember at Christmas time, 
Um, keep in mind at this time, you know, I'm heavily drinking, not as much as I was before, but still using that as um, my main way of dealing with my feelings. I am heavily smoking Juul at the time. I was like at least one pot a day. And I was using all of these things as my coping skills. Um, I don't think I was exercising. The, the little exercise I was getting was walking my dog. And um, all of this just anger and resentment was building up and kind of came to a boil right around Christmas time. Um, I have very little money. Me and my husband had very little money in the bank. Um, and I was so, so, so stressed. And I just remember blowing up at him. And I can't even remember why. I'm sure it was something really silly, like something being out of place in the apartment. And I got down on my hands and knees and just started screaming at the floor, Um, which felt really good at the time. But just like kind of having this out-of-body experience, like watching myself do this and being like, there's got to be a better way. Like, there's definitely got to be a better way. So <laughs> as I'm becoming an entrepreneur over this past year in 2019, I'm reading all of these wonderful books about how to be an entrepreneur. And I've come now to the realization that the best form of personal growth is starting your own business. Because every single day, you are just fighting your own demons. You are the only one getting in your way when you are starting a business or running a business. So um, I'm reading a lot of different self-help books. I'm reading like You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. And um, my business coach, who I'm a, a member of this group, and she's you know, constantly sharing all kinds of like personal growth information with us. And I'm just like kind of, okay, picking up a lot of these things, thinking like, hmm, maybe this is an area that I should learn more about. And um, I started listening to different podcasts. Um, I was listening to, you know, anything that Brene Brown was on the Tim Ferriss episode or podcast. And then I found Lacey Phillips on to be magnetic and, um, she has this expanded podcast. It's so beautiful, so much good information on there. And I just started like internalizing a lot of these messages that she was sharing. And, um, a lot of the message is just that like, you're not broken. And I kept being like, but I feel so broken. Um, and I decided to, you know, I really needed to take radical action. So on February 14th, I signed up for her program called To Be Magnetic. It's interesting to me that manifestation, it's a manifestation program. So manifestation was my way into personal growth. And when I look back on it, it makes a lot of sense, right? When you are so broken and down and just at the end of your rope, the idea of just being able to magically manifest a house, a car, a new job, money, all of those things, even small things like um, a cord from my printer or um, a book that I wanted to read, all of those things sound like the only way, not just the only way, but the best way to move forward because um, nothing else seems to be working. So it's funny to me that manifestation was my way into this, but also like not ironic at the same time. So 
once I started learning more about manifestation, I joined this amazing group of people that are also doing the same program. Um, this group is like based here in the Bay Area, and we just started me- meeting weekly. And I joke that this is like an AA for feelings group, um, but we just share with each other every single week about what's going on in our lives and things that we're, you know, manifesting and also things that we're working through to unblock. Um, and joining that group of humans was, I would say it (laughs) quickly escalated, um, where I was at in my personal growth journey. So through meeting all these beautiful, beautiful people and learning more about different healing modalities and different resources that I could use, and also just being around people that were practicing this every day. Um, I started learning about attachment theory and I went to the personal development school or I'm still part of it and learning from Thais Gibson about my attachment style and just really learning about why all of these beliefs and thoughts come into my brain and, um, learning that I don't have to identify with any of them. This little brain is like a powerful thought maker (laughs) and, um, being able to process them and separate myself from them and then accept like why my beautiful subconscious is coming up with them has been just so, so amazing. So as I'm going through learning about my attachment style and I'm um, doing a lot of different workshops with different friends, I mean, like really, like if this was a marathon, I this would be like my this was my like running training, like just doing hours and hours and hours a day of training, learning, processing, trying out different things, seeing what sticks, um, crying, just so much crying. Oh my God. I cannot even tell you how much crying was happening during this phase. Um, (laughs) and I really had to, um, start practicing setting boundaries, which was so scary. But one of my boundaries was um, doing this work. And so every single night uh, around six o'clock after work, I would take my journal and my computer and I would go in my room and I would journal for about an hour. I would do a meditation and then I would take an Epsom salt bath. And this whole practice took about two hours, maybe more, two and a half hours. And it was just the most calming, relieving part of my day. And I knew that if I could just promise and make good on that promise with myself every single day, that like the world would just be a better place for me. And that was necessarily hard for those around me. Um, so (laughs) that was, that was tough. It was really tough to start to set and make good on these boundaries that I was making for myself, but they have just paid dividends, like actual dividends. And I know that is a lot of time to get dedicate every single day, but what, how I like to think about it is that I think I have a high need for growth in my life and not everybody has that. Some people have different needs, right? Like maybe your need is connection and, and that is your focus. But, um, I was basically making up for a lifetime or at least the last 10 years of lack of growth and trying to catch up with it. So instead of just being able to spend 30 minutes per day on this, I was spending at least two and a half hours 
if not more on the weekends, like five hours of just journaling, really understanding what the belief system was in my brain and then um, working to process and or put in new programs into my brain. So through attachment style, I really learned about subconscious reprogramming. And the idea behind this is that I've heard different, I've heard so many different numbers, but like 95 to 98% of our thoughts are created from our subconscious. That leaves two to three percent of my thoughts created from my conscious mind. So (laughs) that made me realize that like I needed to really get down into my little beautiful subconscious brain and learn what it was coming up with. Like what were the actual beliefs that were in there in order to feed it new beliefs. So there's like this study that a lot of people cite and <laughs> this is really how I like just started actually seeing this whole process working. So the study is that a bunch of scientists did two different control groups and one control group worked out every single day, right? They're like lifting weights and they're gaining muscle mass. And then the other group didn't work out. Instead, what they did was just thought about working out. And it wasn't just thinking about working out. It was feeling like they were working out. So like actually feeling into how it feels to like lift a weight and do it over and over and over again and have your muscles be super tired, but they weren't actually doing it. And at the end of the study, the control group that wasn't actually working out gained a bunch of muscle mass. Like it actually works. So your brain can build new neural pathways, which is what that's doing by the feeling, and create a new belief system for you. So I was like, okay, wait a second. I can put in a new entire belief system. That's phenomenal. (laughs) Like, yes, please. Where do I sign up? That is exactly what I want to be doing. So a lot of my belief systems are unworthiness. I'm unloved and I'm not safe. I'm not safe is like a huge one. And it's also the one that I've overlooked the most because it doesn't even, I think, first of all, that belief is just so buried really far below. And that comes from um, a childhood of abuse and not knowing you know, when that would ever strike. And so constantly being on alert because you know nothing is ever safe in that type of situation. But I am so far removed from that situation anymore that the fact that that is still pervasive doesn't it, – it, it's just how I look at the world, right? It's not even – top of my mind. I didn't even realize it. I'm still learning this actually, by the way. So um, unworthiness is such, such a huge one. Not good enough. Unloved. All of these are like my core wounds, right? That's what some people call them. And if I keep having those beliefs come through Every time I'm honoring them, they're getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And so to the point where I will be applying for a job and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get it. 
that's right. You don't, you're right. That's fine. I didn't, be, I didn't deserve that. Or, you know, I wanted, um, a promotion at work. Well, like that's fine. You don't really believe that I'm good enough for this anyway. So like, I'm going to doubt that it's going to happen. And then it's obviously never going to happen. And <clears throat> I think same with my Cape business. Like I wanted that business to succeed so much but every time I would be showing these capes at a at a vending a- event, like a booth, I would just be like, please don't look at these capes. Oh my God, they're not good enough. Like I'm not a professional sewer and my like art ideas are fucking crazy. So like I get it. Just like don't even bother stopping. You don't need to look at these. It's fine. Please. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Have a good day. <laughs> Like, this is how I was acting in the world, but I was just trying to pretend like I wasn't. And I was trying to just get over the hump and be like, I've got this. These capes are phenomenal. I am asking for the right amount of money, all of that stuff. But until I actually dealt with these core wounds, I don't think I ever would have gotten there, right? So putting in these new, these new concepts and these new ideas is a practice. This is not something that happens overnight. It takes 21 days to create a new neural pathway. That is like bare minimum. Some people say faster and I think some are slower, especially if you're not like working on the one that is really the deep down one because we're all working on like surface ones before we can get like real far below, you know? So sorry, I'm feeling like I'm getting really scientific right now. And I usually like to just tell anecdotal stories, but (laughs) I really wanted to get deep on this topic because I'm so, so, so passionate about it. So as I'm reprogramming my subconscious, I am feeding it new ideas. And I would say 10 months into this practice, and this is just for me, not saying this happens to every single person, but 10 months after doing this, I came to this amazing realization that I am accepted. I am whole. I am worthy. And I see myself as that way. So I think 10 months of just like taking care of myself, creating trust with myself, being able to take that Epsom salt bath almost every single day, really built up this trust within myself to the point where I just, it was just like this bing, like glow moment where I realized, oh my God, I love myself. I accept myself. That's all that matters. Like the rest is gravy, right? So (laughs) I feel like after that, my approach to everything, all of this work that I'm still doing, whether it's To Be Magnetic or the personal development school or my yoga nidra practice or any – like I'm reading Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, um, all of these different practices have now fit in to this already existing system of I am whole. And that's where I'm starting from now, which is like such a more productive place. But I had to clear out all that gunk before I could get there. So along the way, I picked up a few tools that I 
really loved using. And I found them to be so, so, so helpful using this work. And the look, this is really technology-based journaling, meditation, your different type of meditation, whether it's visual or if it's embodiment or if it's sound, like those things, all great, recommend them. You get to decide what you do for those. Awesome. I support you in that. But these are very technology-based. So they're not like they're kind of in addition to all those other things that you may or may not be doing. And if you're not doing those things, fucking great. I support you in that as well. So technology tools. The first tool, the technology tool that I used, and I just kept thinking about like, okay, if I'm reprogramming my subconscious, what do I look at every single day that um, that I can use to remind myself of like what I'm actually working on, right? And I'm not talking about affirmations. That's a different topic. Well, kind of a different topic. These are more like um, tools to remind you of like what you're actually working on, if that makes sense. So the first one that I started using was an alarm on my phone. And what I did was I actually set an alarm at 9 a.m. for the serenity prayer. And (laughs) I'm laughing (laughs) because I'm not using it anymore. But at the time, I just really really needed to see that or every single day. So codependence was one of the first things that I started working on. I actually went to a codependent anonymous meetup, um, February of 2020, not realizing that that was going to be like the last in-person meetup that they had. Um, so glad that I went, but being codependent, um, and taking on other people's feelings and trying to read their minds <laughs> and attune to them and provide everything they need and not really even be thinking about myself was my first step, one of the first steps in this growth journey. And so the serenity prayer is the opposite of that, right? It is to remind you that you are not in control and that you can trust the universe and you can do your best, but you don't need to lose yourself in that right? So (laughs) literally 9 a.m. I'd set alarm every single day. And I made a promise to myself that I wouldn't turn the alarm off until I had read the entire prayer out loud. And what did I do? I felt it. Felt it in my body, right? And then I set up some other alarms throughout the day. So at noon, I was working on my core wounds. And in order to rewrite a new neural, neural, new neural pathway for core wounds, what I wanted to do was equilibrate, which basically means come up – so if my core wound is unloved, come up with three to five reasons why I am loved. So at noon, I would have an alarm that would go off and it would just say three, say three, three, three reasons why you are valid, three reasons that why you are loved, three reasons why you are safe. And what I did for these is I would do them on a 21 day cycle. So I'd have one go off at noon, which is perfect, right? Still in front of my desk. I'm working home all by myself. And then I would have another one go off at 5.30. And that was in the middle of my walk. I take my dog on a walk every day at 5 o'clock. And that would be in the middle of my walk with my dog, which was the perfect time because I'm outside kind of in nature. (laughs) I live in a city. I live in San Francisco. So I would at least be outside and like – um maybe a tree or two would be by me. And, um, I would 
start thinking about three ways that I was loved or that I was safe. And it was so nice to do this on the walk because then I would just, it would kind of just jog my brain to be like, okay, yeah. And like, what else? Like, what else can we think about right now? What are the reasons am I safe? And again, feel them so deeply through my body. So like I said, every 21 days, I would then re like reschedule a new different core wound that I would be working on. So I started with, I don't even remember what it was, but it was probably like, I'm not valid or I'm not enough. I think I'm not enough was the one. Um, and then I would just work my way down until I think unlovable was the last one that I did. And I did this for a period of probably six months. And by doing this for so long, it automatically trained my brain now for when I am having a negative thought. So, you know, every once in a while, one will sneak through. I don't identify with it. And instead, I'm automatically equilibrating and seeing like, okay, well, where am I innocent in this situation? Like, maybe that person didn't respond well, or as I thought they would to my question or to my, you know, joke or statement that I made, but like, where am I innocent and in how I was treating them? Just because I, you know, just because they didn't understand it doesn't mean that I'm bad, right? Where am I loved? Where am I valid? And sometimes it's in totally different areas of your life. And I think that that, that is okay. As long as you are actually using the, like the feeling of being valid. That has been so helpful. And I've started using different alarms for different things that will come up. And I highly, I just like, I highly recommend using that tool if you're not using it already. And maybe those times don't work for you. That's fine. But like, you know, find different times of your day that work best for when you might need just like a little bit of equilibrating, a little reminder of how, you know, we're not really in charge of or control of, of anything. (laughs) I know it's such a freeing topic. Um, Okay. The other one that I use is I actually record meditations as voice memos. So along this journey, I've met with so many, so many different intuitives and I love, love this part of the process because it's really bringing together spiritual with um, science and it makes this like it just for me it turns this practice into like gold like you can rewire all day long but i think that having some sort of spirituality mixed in with this um just makes it a little bit more grounded into actual humanity if that makes sense um so i've been i've received so many different meditation recommendations from a lot of these spiritual, more intuitive people that I have been coached by. And sometimes too, I'll like hear a meditation or an idea for a meditation from something else. And I'll be like, oh, that's a really good one. So, but I can't like access the recording or I have to like, you know, like subscribe to the program or whatever it is. So what I've started doing is actually just recording my own meditations on voice memos on my phone. And it's so easy. I've learned, you know, have to pause a lot because you can talk really fast, but during meditation, you like, your brain needs like a little time to catch up. And then there's something about having a meditation in my own voice that makes it even more powerful. Like I am talking to 
yourself. Like it's amazing. Um, I actually have recorded a feelings meditation that is really about somatic um, feeling inside of your body that I'm going to share in the show notes. So if you're interested, please check it out. It's free. Click the link below in show notes um, and you can access the recording. Um, And it's a really wonderful meditation to just explore feelings in your body, Um, especially for dismissive avoidance. I have found this so, so helpful. That's really where I swing on the um, attachment spectrum. Um, But this is so helpful to allow yourself to feel different feelings, explore where they are in the body realize what memories are connected to, and then start to let those go. And then I usually tip it for me. I follow it up with an EFT tapping session, but like, that's just for me. Um, another one that I have used, this is so fun on insight timer, which is a free meditation app. You don't have to subscribe. There is a subscription option. It gives you a little bit more features like, um, how you can press play on the on the, how you actually like use the player um, and stuff like that. But they have so many different artists on there that have created binaural beats. Um, and there's also a lot of sound healers on there and then just beautiful, beautiful musicians. Um, and all of these different types of music humming in the background can help work on those different areas of your body that maybe like you're overthinking. So especially with binaural beats, you can like pick the one that's like um, connected to the different chakra and maybe like maybe one that you're working on or like you can feel into your body and be like, oh, my tummy's tight. Like let's work on my um, sacral chakra or my solar plexus, whichever one feels better for you. So just having those on in the background has been a game changer for me. And actually my shadow coach has, she has music now going, calming music going on now back in the background during all her sessions. I'm not sure if she's actually still doing that, but I just love the concept behind it because it shows your brain that you are safe. It's almost again, like that reprogramming of taking a bath every day. It's like, yo, um, we're here. I'm going to take care of you. And not only that, I'm going to have, let you like enjoy yourself with some binaural beats. There's something about binaural beats about like being accessing different or both sides of your brain. I am zero expert on that. (laughs) So (laughs) I will not be sharing any information about that. Um, But I know that they are super calming and super helpful. So artists on Inside Timer that I'm obsessed with are The Wong Janice, Sonic Yogi, and Rick Bader, which is B-A-T-Y-R. So I recommend all of those. Um, and there's you can even just search on there for binaural beats and um, you can see what comes up and just find something that works for you. Different artists do use different things. So I highly recommend exploring um, because something could click with you and others can not click with you. That's obvious. <laughs> okay. So another thing that I've used with my phone is the Bright Notes app. And this app is awesome. It is totally free. You can do add-ons inside the app. I've never done it. Um, but what I started doing was keeping a compliment journal. And I did this especially when I left my um, my job and was totally scared to be on my own doing my cape company. I hadn't even started this podcast yet. And I was started this podcast yet. And you know, I was like freaking out. Um, and I started just anytime someone gave me a compliment, I would write it down in my compliment journal. But I thought to myself, like, this compliment journal is great, but then I have to like actually think about opening it. 
So what about like there's got to be some app out there that like I can just put in the compliments and then it'll just like once a day or spread out through the week will remind me of those compliments. So I started putting these compliments into this Bright Notes app. And what it does is it will random you put a compliment in and then it'll randomly send it to you in the future. It's so amazing. And sometimes, honestly, like the universe, I swear is involved in it because just the perfect compliment will come up just in that perfect moment when you needed to hear it. It's so beautiful. Unfortunately, it's like one compliment, one reminder. You can't be like, okay, just keep reminding me. So you constantly have to feed it. Um, but your future self will totally thank you for setting those up. It is like the best little boost, boost when you need it. Um, and then the last tip that I have is updating your screensaver to either be working on a question or, um, a mantra or, um, any sort of like little tool that you're picking up that will, that you're working on because your screensaver is something that you see probably like, I don't know, at least 50 different types of times a day. And I have found this to be hugely helpful to work on things like bigger things that I'm working on. So one of those has been, what am I making this mean? Like (laughs) my brain is so good at making up stories and trying to find meaning and connecting the dots and really being hypervigilant about what others are thinking about me that I assign so much meaning to it. And so having this on my phone is just a constant reminder of like, okay, as I'm going about my day and I'm making my decisions and I am like really feeling like the victim in a situation or I'm in a fight with my husband and I'm getting so frustrated and it's like, wait a second, pause. Let me just pick up my phone and be reminded, okay, what am I making this mean? And right now I'm actually working from a mantra that Jess Briggs gave me. I've been working with her and she told me to work with the phrase, I see the love that is already here. And that has been so powerful. I see the love that is already here for my husband. I see the love that is already here for my mom. I see the love that is already here for my community. It's such a different way. It's just (laughs) just such a beautiful way to look at the world. And yeah, it's like a little less, you know, of a a question and a little bit more of a reframe, right? (sighs) And so um, I've actually made a few screensavers with different mantras, questions, phrases from different teachers um, that I thought could be useful for you. So if you're interested – um, go ahead. You can click the link below or visit my website, sarahcohan.com and click on the button that says free tools. And on there, you'll see different, like so many different options for screensavers that you can use on your phone today. And you can come back and rotate them. Once you use one for 21 days, then you can create a new one, right? <laughs> and I just want to give a huge shout out to all the teachers that participated in this. So I worked with Victoria Jane, who is a human design coach. So there's some human design related phrases on there that you can use. I worked with Rachel Besser, who is a shadow work coach. Um, she had some wonderful kind of very attachment style shadow work themed um, say screensavers and I designed them all myself. So I hope that you enjoy them. And, um, yeah, so those, those are the tools 
that I have used, and that's a bit of an overview of my personal growth journey. And I just have to say that like I am so glad that I've done this work. I'm so – I can now look back and actually be grateful about what led me to doing this work. So having the childhood that I did, creating the business that I did, I am just so, so, so glad because it meant that I got to learn every single one of these tools. And doing that has led me to creating this podcast, which uh, I'm just like, I can't believe that this is my life. Like I am just blown away and I'm having the best time seriously doing this. And I appreciate all of you listening. And the fact that it's themed off of personal growth is just so close to my heart. And I hope that um, I hope that this podcast helps you as well, because there's so many different stories and so many different tools out there that I just want to share with everyone. That's truly my goal with this podcast. And I know that so many of you have limited time to be able to do this work, so I really want to like be able to bring it to you in a packaged way that helps you in your own busy life. Because maybe you don't want to be doing a <laughs> journal back. Um, exercise every day for two and a half hours, or maybe you don't have that luxury. Maybe you got some kids or whatever it may be. I totally get it. So, um, that's my goal with this podcast. I love that I get to define the podcast through this episode, but it felt right to talk about. So, um, so yeah, so I hope you enjoyed. And if you have a tool, especially a technology tool that you are using, please share it with me. I'd love to hear about it. You can either comment on my Instagram at that's at it's me, Sarah Cohan, S-A-R-H-C-O-H-A-N. Um, or you can find me on the blog episode for this podcast episode. The link to the the blog post is in the show notes and, um, you can comment on the blog there. I would love to hear what you're using because I'm sure that I will adopt it immediately. (laughs) Anything to make this work easier. Am I right? That's all right. right. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. That's it for today's show. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you have a moment and you're in the Apple podcast app, please rate and review the show. I could really use all the ratings I can get. And share this episode with a friend that may benefit from it. You never know. And of course, hit subscribe to keep up with new weekly episodes. Until next week, visit sarahcohan.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com to find other podcast episodes. And you can find Lit AF on Instagram at it's me, Sarah Cohan. And you can also find me on Clubhouse. Thank you again for listening. Please stay lit, lit AF, and I hope to see you back here next week.